we're learning Torah Sarajah, so. And Rabbi Yaakov Moshe Chalap, Neymarah, Mayana Yeshua is filled, filled with the light of Torah Sarajah, so. And this Torah, every Torah here, that's what this Sefer is about. When I was staying, I was actually Zerich to be a block away from the Bismedrash, from Rabbi Yaakov Moshe's Bismedrash. He was rough, of Shari Chesed. The Bismedrus is right down the block. So hopefully we'll all be back there soon, Mr. Shem. We're up to Parak Samach Base. Samach Base. Kitaharu. You see how the Tzadik is talking to us, Mamish, now. Time of Shkolem. Ev Purim, Veshchaydesh Adas coming up. Kiprat Kechlal, Kiyochid Ketzibur. Every individual, and the Klal, and the Tzibur, Kulam Chayovim Letahir Asim Malashem. We are all Chayiv to purify ourselves. Letahir Asim Malashem. And the tahara of each and every one of us individually and of Am Yisrael Bechlal can come through only through the waters the waters that are coming from the living spring of the Kodesh Kodesh, of the Holy of Holies. Of course, he's alluding to what the Navi describes will happen at the end of time. Only these living waters of the Kodesh Kodesh, of Yushalayim, of Eretz Yisrael, only these living waters can cure the individual and the people from every sickness, physical sickness, emotional sickness, intellectual sickness. That's eating up, that's destroying our souls and our flesh. Because of all the long years of Golas, that's been eating away at us. It's been eating away at our, at our souls, at our minds, at our hearts. It's eating away at us. From the <coughs> physical matter, the gush, the earth, and the air of Eretz Ha'amim, of Chutzlaretz, of, of the world outside of Eretz Yisrael. When we left, somebody gave me a little can that has a, it says on the Avir de Eretz Yisrael. I remember they used to make that lahavda from Florida, sunshine, you know, they used to put in the put in the can of here there to sell it's not it's not gonna work. Avir there to sell is when it's in there to sell. Not when you take it someplace else. One can access on some level, as Rav Cook speaks about and we learned also. Avir there to sell is not Chutzlarz. We have to uncrown ourselves with the adornments, with the jewels, 
the splendor that comes only from the Harakaydish Yerushalayim, that comes from Yerushalayim. Eitz Yisrael, of course, is not just a place. The Kodesh Kodesh is not just a place. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of, it's a way of breathing. Avir Eitz Yisrael doesn't mean that a breath of the air of Eitz Yisrael, Machke, makes a person think differently. Eitz Yisrael is a different way of thinking. Teres Eitz Yisrael is a different way of understanding. Ratzna Hashem. All the mitzvahs, everything is the same, but it's something different. Just like the Yushalmi and the Bavli are different. They're both holy and they're both pure. The Yushalmi is something else. All of the good midas that we have, our strength and our splendor, that the Jewish people have naturally, the midas that we have, and so on, other midas that Am Yisrael Azoichet to have, And through these midas that were implanted in us by Hashem Baruch, we're able to achieve all Hatzlochen, Raimimus, greatness, Shleimus. And the Ikechiyas that we have comes through these midas that Hashem implanted within us. Yisoyden Menatahar. But the sight of all of these midas and the way that they can work within us to change our lives, to make us greater people, and to reach Ramimus and Shlemus, it's only when it's in a way of tahar, of pureness. Hamidas kishman kainhain. Midas are what they are called, midas. His galus and latayv henrak kishaboz bemida ugvul. And therefore, his galus of midas. Latayv, that they should be midas tayvus. It's only kshabos b'midah v'gvul. It's only when they're in the proper midah, the proper measure, the proper gvul. Then they're midas tayvus. As we know, and everybody here has learned, chesed is a, is a, is a gvaldiga thing, chesed. But when chesed is not, then it's proper midah. And when the parent does not have to say no to a child, so then that which is chesed turns into something which is destructive. So that a midah should be a midah taiva, it needs to be b'midah nechana. It has to be in, in its proper measure, in gvul. L'fi erech ha-hargosha ha-ritzinus ha-pnimus. According to the erech, according to the value, the worth, the importance of that inner feeling, that ritzinus means serious feeling within, Below without allowing anything from the outside that doesn't belong to affect it or change it. In the last parak, I mean it's been a while, but in the last parak, Rabbi Yaakov was talking about chikui, about imitation. About imitation, imitating others outside of ourselves, nations that are, and others that are not us, chikui. And even one person imitating another person, even two Jews imitating each other. That's already a diversion from tahara. Tahara means remaining completely faithful to the particular specific shlichus of your nesham, which is a very, very hard thing to know. 
you heard of Abgesh and Hanukkah Redzina, yeah, the, the side Yisharim, the, the grandson of the Meshilach. So he writes in one place, he's explaining Vahanefesh Loit to Malay. Vahanefesh Loit to Malay, he says in Kahelas that the soul of a Jew in this world can never ever be completely full. And all of you know that the Medrash brings a marshal of a Basmelech, right? Of a princess that marries an Ironi, like a villager. And he's a good guy, and he brings all kinds of, of, of expensive, nice gifts. But the Medrash says that even if he brings her Kolma Dane Olam, even the most expensive, you know, nicest thing, Safkosov, <coughs> she's a Basmelech. And, and she remembers what it was like in the palace, and nothing that this villager, even though he nice and he does his best he can never ever he can never equal what was done by the king the palace so that's a famous medrash on the Pasuk <clears throat> that the soul of a Jew in this world can never be completely full because we come from someplace else we come from a higher place in this world so we can never be fully satisfied never fully happy and fully satisfied Yismach Yisrael bring the Pasuk Yismach Yisrael in the future, then our joy will be complete. Then we'll be completely happy. So Abgeshen Hanukh says an interesting thing. That's the Medrash, that's the Pshat. It's brought down a lot in the Muslims from Yabuchim, Abchaskal, all the Sadiqim bring this Pasuk and this Medrash to help us understand the feeling of emptiness that we have. And why is it that even when we're home, we still feel homesick? Why is that? Bab Gershon Hanach says that the truth is that it's not for lack of elokus. He says a fascinating thing. It's not for lack of elokus. Because each and every Jew has within him a nefesh elokus. A chelak elokum yomamash. Notice we have godliness within us. And that means that the tachtainim here in this world can access the elyoyinim. In other words, we can, on some level, I mean, regular people like us, we, we're just not using our you know, ideas to get there, but we can climb up from the cellar and get to a higher place. We have within us a chelagal kamimel. Abhagashan Hanech says that's not the ikr of why a Jew feels empty, low to my He says an interesting thing. He says that the reason that we feel empty is because even though we're living good Jewish lives and we're connected to the El Yonim, we daven, we learn, we do missus. But if I don't know my particular shlichas of why God sent me, Chaim Aisha ben into the world, I feel, I feel empty. So I could be keeping all the missus. And by keeping missus, it means that I'm attached to the El Yonim. What else do you want me to do? It's true, you sent me into the into the Tachtonim, you sent me into this lower world. But Safkosov, I'm a Jew, and you gave me Torah Mitzvahs, and I'm and I'm doing I'm doing whatever I can do. So I I I'm living an elevated life. I'm living a life of Torah Mitzvahs, which is Minha El So why do I feel like such a Tachtonim? Now, obviously, if a person is messing things up, he feels like a Tachtonim. But but even if a person is not. The, the state of that state of Ahanefesh Lot even the Tzaddik feels that. Tzaddik's not messing things up. But even the Tzaddik 
feels the emptiness of being in this world. So Gershon Hach says the, the Ike cause of that emptiness is that a person doesn't know. The fret. It's not clear to me 100%. What do you want from my Nizam in this world? I know I got to put on film. I understand Shabbos. I got it. But the fret. What do you want from me? Don't some of you feel this now? Should I be going to work in this or should I? Is my job that I'm going to get something that's supposed to be feeding my neshama, or am I supposed to just as a job just to get money? Should I go into something idealistic, a clay kaidish or something, or is it okay if I just like you now become a billionaire or something? What's the tachlis? That's what's hurting. That's what causes a feeling of nefesh to my life. Tahara, what Rabbi Yaakov Meish is talking about, Yisoydin mena tahara, beloy yeseris v'taisevis mena chutz klal. Any time that a person is impersonating, is imitating, we don't even know when we're doing that. Like you can see it with the child, it's very obvious. He watches a television show, and you watch him after the television show, he's acting like the television show. But when we get older, we, you know how to... Uh, we know how to cover things better, and then we forget ourselves. When, are we, when is it real? When is it a show? <clears throat> tahara means when something is the way it's supposed to be. That's what Tahara is. When something is unaffected by the outside, a Mayan, Mayan Chai means water that's not affected by anything else. It's Menamakar. It's from the Makar. The Koryus in, in HSL means originality. Original means you are who you're supposed to be. So everybody has his own mahalach. So the Vilna Gon writes in Mishlei, in his parish on Mishlei, that it used to be when they were in the Vim that a person could go to the Navi and he would ask the Navi, no, what's my tachlis? He'd give a kvittle to the Navi and the Navi would look and he'd tell him, oh, you and the Shama came to the world, this is where you should live, this is what you should be doing. There was such a time where a person knew that it's a, it's a huge bracha when a person knows that. But that's, that's called tahara. That's the meaning of tahara. There's no tasefes, there's no yaseres. There's nothing extra, there's nothing missing, there's nothing extra. Menachutz from outside. Kichain kol yitziyah shehiyas oirus chamarus. Hari yitziyah mena tahara. And any yitziyah, going away from that which is pure, And a yitzia which is oiris chamris, a yitzia to try to to go out and to connect to something, to find something in the physical world that will give you that happiness. Hari yitzia menatahara. It's a yitzia menatahara, and a Jew cannot be happy when he leaves tahara. Cannot be happy. Every one of you and myself, we all know that. That when you're in a in a place that's not pure and you're doing things that are impure you're far, far, far from Mishnech Nezad you can't, you can't feel tar. not only because the Etzim Hadover might be something which is not nice or it's something which is dirty just being out of my element in the same way that a fish it could flop around on the land a little bit but it's not in its place and this is really what Golis is all about 
Bloy tahar hakol Without tahar, everything becomes hashchosa, becomes ruined, and becomes becomes impure. It becomes becomes disgusting. Vain pella. And it's no wonder that it could lead to churban, to heres, to destruction. A betrayal of all that is holy. And that, and that begida is a begida against oneself. Begida batsman means hamidis, of oneself. That's where the betrayal begins. The betrayal begins with, against oneself. Against who I am. If you have tremendous, tremendous kaiches, let's say you have tremendous kaiches to teach Torah, you are given such a kaiach to teach Torah, and you see that when you that when you teach Torah to people, that you see that it that it grows and it works, and 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 you leave that, or you or you avoid doing that. So the the betrayal is not it it. it, it Eventually, it could lead to churban and to harris and misery and unhappiness. But the the beginning is a betrayal of one's to oneself. You're betraying yourself. There's a kayak that Hashem Hashem's gave you. You have that kayak, and you're betraying yourself. And, it, and it's like with other things too, even in things of this world. Hagolus vagula, gam hein bemidas atahara hein nimdadas. Rabbi Akamai says, Golos and Gula, exile and redemption, also are measured by Tahara. Kolach Hazoki be Tahara, he Gula. Kolach Hazka, and you have the new one with the dots. What does it, has it say the dots over there, the new one? It doesn't have dots? Well, even the new one doesn't have dots. Tahara is Gula. The more one holds on to Tahara, the more he's able to come to a place of redemption of Gula. We understand because Gula means returning to where you came from. Gula doesn't mean going to someplace new. Gula means getting back to where you came from. Just like Chuva means getting back to where you came from. And Vizarakti Alechem, I am Tahara. Tahara means, Tahara means, when whatever is in the way is clear, like, like Tahara Yama, like Yamama, like at the beginning of the Gemara. It means when the sky is clear and pure. <coughs> like in the last Paj, when there are no clouds. It's clear. It means then you could see back to where it comes from. That's what Tahara is. That's what Gula is. The Gula Sakarka. By land, the gula of property is when it goes back to where it came from, to the original owner. When you and I return to the original owner, that's called tahar. And any time that you're distant from tahara, from that place of origin, and there's all kinds of stuff that cloud the sky. That's called Golos. Kshem Mizrapim Minat Tahara. When we're negligent of Tahara, 
And we don't pay attention, we're not sensitive to the intrusions, the explosive intrusions of physical physical needs and so on. Gasim, you know, not just not to eat and to live, but the course. Shaboilum is Rigsha Hanefish that swallow up the Rigsha Hanefish to the point that a person becomes spiritually numb, that he can't feel anything when he davens, he can't feel any joy of a mitzvah, becomes, becomes numb. Shaboilum is Rigsha Hanefish. Harezu Agolos Ayoisa Naira. That's the worst Golos. You could be living in the old city, but that's the worst Golos. It's the worst, worst goals. It's such an interesting thing happened, you know, the, the same way they have in here, they have this thing, Uber, and I saw they have it, it's called Get, you know? And I had, like, it was Mamisha Machai, it works very well. Even a lot of the, the guys they send are uh, Yishmaelim, you know? A lot of them are saying Yishmaelim. You could have a special to have, but they, a lot of Ishmael come. But I had, I had, uh, uh, I went to the Kaisal a lot, and just uh, two weeks ago, it was a beautiful day, and I was at the Kaisal, and I, and I, I was the lazy. I didn't feel like walking up the whole thing. I was, I wanted, I was getting a little bit close to Mincha, and I wanted to ready just go back to, to the apartment, and um, so I pressed the thing and get. My son-in-law set up for me the thing, and it always was it worked good. And I pressed the thing, and, uh, and again, oh wait, it says like a minute and a half. Fine. I don't look for the license plate. The I don't see anything. So then, then I get it, like it's like three, four minutes, and the, the guy calls you if you don't. I don't know. He can't find you. He calls you. So I get a guy goes, "Hey, Fata." So I say, "Efo ani, ani beiratika, beifo ma is beiratika." I said, "Ani mul akotel, I'm across from the outside. You know where the number one bus is." I said, "I'm across from the number by the by the circle. It goes on." Ani mul says, "Efo, maza." I said, "What do you mean? Atalo atalo efo ze iratika? It's ani lo makishum iratika." So I said. I thought, you know, okay, you know the you know the guy's an Arab, had an Arab name. I said, everybody knows the Yati. So I already saw I'm not getting this taxi, you know. It's not it's not it's not working out. I'm just I'll just walk. And then he says to me, Yes is a Rachov Banai. I said to him, Is a Rachov Banai? And he mul ha He says, Is a kotel. He asked me. I said, Is a kotel? I said, "Biyushalayim, Hakotel, Iratika." He says, "Ani b'Chulon." He thought I'm calling him from Rechov Banai in Chulon. That was the. Then, of course, I had to fight with him for ten minutes because he wanted. I should have to pay. You know, you know that was all very well Israeli union. So, so I said to my wife, I came back. I said, she, I said that I told her the nice to happen. I said, I thought that I was b'Kaidish. I was at Nechol. I thought I was in Yerushalayim, and I was in Chalon. That's like, so Chalon is a large number of I thought I was Bakaydish, and it turns out that I'm not Bakaydish. I was in Chal. 
the guy gets so angry at me. He says, "You think you're, you think you're, that's what I heard." And it's, it's a, don't think it's a negative way to think. I'm sorry. If you think you're, you're by the iratika, you think that you're by the kaisel. You're, you're in chulon. You think you're in, you think you're in Yerushalayim. The biggest goal is not to, the biggest distance from Yerushalayim from the Harabayas is not geographic. You could be standing mamish next to the Kaisal. You could be taking you know a selfie at the Kaisal. People do that. I saw. You could be taking you could be taking a selfie at the Kaisal. And your mom is, you have your hand, and you have, like this guy was saying to his son, They're taking pictures, like, So the kid just goes, puts his head against the wall. You know, and you could be in the biggest gullus. You're in the biggest gullus. He never did that? It didn't happen this morning a little bit? That's goalless. You're far, far from Tahar, from the Makar. And when a person becomes insensitive to, to the coarseness of, of physical life, and it doesn't, it doesn't bother him. I was talking to the Herva of Shabbos at the Chabura and and you know my brother my son-in-law said a good word and it's true if you want to get a sense like where we're holding look at the advertisements in the Frum magazines like we're, we're in our little Frum world where we hold look at the advertisements in the Frum magazines they're nice magazines I mean they're, they're trying to do good and they're doing good things I don't mean against the magazine but this era of Shabbos my wife showed me in one of those magazines that they're advertising a, a chocolate cake or something, a bakery, a chocolate <coughs> There's a picture of a chocolate cake with syrup and all kinds of stuff and nuts on it. And it was advertising, it's called Decadence. Decadence, that's what they're calling the cake. It has a chesidisha heksha on it. It's called Decadence. You have a, any of you have the thing, look up the word Decadence. That's just check, check on your phone. Tell me what de. just say to the oil, just translate no, but I want to hear something like, you know, like, from the dictionary. Translate DEC, by the way. I know you pay a lot for tuition. DEC, not DEK. DEC, translate. The word decadence, which at first meant simply decline, is now most often used to refer to a perceived decay in standards, morals, dignity, religious faith, and skill. Okay, okay, that's enough. I'm speak. <laughs> So it's got it's got a, a thing with the Hebrew words with the av basin to kehila kehila to kehila kedisha this some some holy Hungarian rub or something and it's and it's chocolate decadence decadence it wasn't so bad usually they have some they'll have another advertisement to have some guy with a little tight little payas holding up a piece of meat that that they didn't see since the marbles such a thing and. And and smiling, and he's got like an apron, and you know, <laughs> this is this is not what the Barishlam had in mind on Hasinai. This is not what was meant for us. Not to say the person shouldn't have a, a, a piece of chocolate cake in it for dessert. If he has a piece of flesh, it's also okay. But decadence, 
could be that um, the guy that did that didn't know. He, he didn't know. What it, he just saw it in a sign or something. He thought it meant good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I wonder if someone's going to send any letter to the... Like the well, do you know what decadence means? You understand that the picture that goes with that is not of a high machine. The picture goes with that is like, like some guy like in ancient Rome with, with somebody holding like dropping grapes into his mouth. You understand? <laughs> like that's, that's, not, that's not like the Borough Park. <laughs> what are you doing? It's so... It's the said. That's bad enough. Took us away. But if you know Lashna Kodesh, Vinisra Chaknu, we made ourselves far. Galina Matsen, you can still live physically far away. But Vinisra Chaknu, the Alter Rebbe says, that's, we did that to ourselves. Vinisra Chaknu, we made ourselves distant. From, from where we come from, a Jew is a. It's a Mishalayim Latoya, it's pure. You have, a piece of, you have a piece of cake, okay, you make a bracha, you have a piece of cake, you try to have a machshava toivin to make a bracha, and finish. but not decadence. But this is, this is, you understand this? If I would, if I would say this over there in that restaurant, they would, they would make fun of me. They would make fun, maybe, maybe they'd be there like, you know, a yid, an alta yid or something, it would laugh and would understand, but most of the have wouldn't understand what I'm talking about. What are you making for? Jew can't, now we can't have a piece of cake. Oh, now you're saying it's also to have a piece of cake. No, but decadence does not become us. It just doesn't become us. We're not a people of decadence, not of decay. We're people that, that are every moment trying to build and reconstruct, not decay. Decadence. It's the opposite of Tahara. That's the biggest goals. Hezua goals are Yosef Nairo. Everything becomes against you. Destructive. Roids. The piece of cake is a, is a harmless thing. It didn't, do any, it didn't cause any harm to anybody. The Bernstein created a beautiful world. and One of the things that he created is that you could take things and you can make it into something that tastes good. And you could, and you could have make a bracha and it could be good. You made it into a roids. You Now it turned against you. Now it's just making you overweight and more gas. It's making you not only physically happier, it's making you spiritually <coughs> distant because of the decadence in it. In Golos, the one who is Godel is Mishtabit, becomes enslaved to Lakatamimano. That's Mamish, the curse of the time they were living. Parents are Meshubah to their children. Parents have to listen to what the children tell them. Or else, like somebody told me, the child says, You, you start up with me, I'm going to go off the dairy. The God was Mishtabah Lakatamim. Jews imitate things that are not Jewish. That's a big Sheba. The God was Mishtabah Lakatamim. I'm Mishtabah to a guy. I'm Mishtabah to some Goyish way of thinking or some Goyish way of dressing. God is mishtabel. God is mishtabel to a cotton. That's what it means. The gold becomes mishubitus because the gold is not in his place of godless. And because of that, he becomes he's mishtabel to a cotton. 
It's tremendous bizyonis. Fagordon, Mishtabi, Tukha. That's the Metsias of Gorlis. Bechlat, that Am Yisrael, that Mishubodim, that the Basmelech is a is a Mishubedis to the to the Shivcha, to the Basa Shivcha. It's bizyonis. Ha'odon la'avdai. When the Odon becomes Meshubah, when the Master becomes Meshubah to his life. It's the same ratio, the same thing. When the Nefesh becomes Meshubah, when the soul becomes Meshubah to Chaymer, to physical matter. That's the, that's the Odon becoming Meshubah to the Avid. That's the God becoming Meshubah to the Kot. The Nefesh is the greatest part of who we are. And it becomes Meshubah to the Guf. The worst, of course, the most obvious, is Yisrael Amen. That we're Meshubah to the Amen. We're Meshubah to the nations of the world. They we're waiting to hear what they say what they say in the White House. What they say in the United Nations. Kilo. Our Mitzvah depends upon votes or things like this. That's just the most obvious, but on so many Madregas, so many levels of a Sheba to the to the nations of the world. Yisrael Amam Reisi Avodim Al Susim Basam Holchim Kavodim Al Haaretz When Shalom Alchem is talking about Kahalas, the absurdity of Golas the insanity of this world, he says, I've seen slaves riding on horses while the Sarum, while the noblemen are walking like slaves on the ground. And the Evid is riding on a horse. The Evid is riding on a horse. <laughs> And everything Rabbi Yaakov Moshe says is because of this terrible chisar of tahar, of being out of character, of being away, separate from the makar. So even though naturally a person has midas taivas, but the problem is that because because we are not in a place of tahara, even though the midah starts off as, a, as something which is a midah taiva, but then it doesn't stay in its gvul of kedusha. It doesn't stay by the harabais. It goes off to the chal. It goes off to something that's not pure. And mishtakim becomes embedded and sinks into physical matter and all of the and all of the corruptiveness and ugliness of that of physical life. can't can't make a cheshbon. There's so much of the evil and the and the coarseness, the ugliness, the the baseness, the lowness that that a Jew could fall into, that a Midataiva can fall into. But the Torah calls chesed, when a brother and a sister are living with each other, Hashem Yerachim, 
The Torah calls it Chesed. And the Balsham HaKadosh explains that's a midah in the Fula. It's the midah of love of Chesed that fell all the way, all the way, all the way. What does it mean? He loves his sister. It's very nice. Hashem Yisbach wants a brother and sister to love each other. But this is sick. It's a midah taiva to love your sister. It's a midah taiva to love another person. But when that midah taiva is not in a place of tahara, and it, and it goes out of its borders, then it becomes chesed. It's the most disgusting thing. It's incest. It's the lowest thing there is. Because it's not in its gvul. It's not in its boundary. It's not in its place. It left the place of tahara. The water comes from the... From the, 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 the comes from a ma'ayan. But until it got th- through the pipes, and you put it, your glass, and you took water from the pipes, it already went through all kinds of things. It's been... The water has been traumatized. From the time that it left the place where it came from, some ma'ayan, let's say, until it got into your glass, it went through all kinds of tsars. Or if it's rainwater, you know what the rain goes through when it passes through New York, over here, the sky? What does the water go through? And then it becomes part of this world. It it's becomes dirty and ugly. In its place, the rain is a, is a mida, nechayna mida tayv, and it's a place of tar. But once the rain falls through the sky of New York, it becomes dirty. It's like that with everything. Gedoyla omnam haflasum sheyisrael However, with all of this, the wonder of the Jewish people is is, is something. It's mamish, amazing. The pella of Yisrael is something. That when we were in Egypt, with all of the with all of the filth that the Egyptians drowned us in, not just the 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 mud and the bricks and all that stuff. That Mitzrayim is Ervas Haaretz. It's the lowest place in the in the world. It's the most immoral, the most decadent place in the world. It's Mitzrayim. And with all of the miserable slavery that we were, that we, that we had to, that we had to take up over there while we were Mitzrayim, we were not mezazel. Mezazel comes from the word zol, cheap. The erchem hapnimi. We, we still felt connected to our true worth. That's tahar, to who we really, really are. That's the shekel HaKadosh. I was talking to one of the shirim this morning. That's what it means, shekel, mishkal. Something that has value, something that has worth. It has mishkal, it weighs something, it's kaved, it's bekavedik. So despite the fact that we were in the mud and the dirt, in Egypt, we weren't mezalzo. We didn't mock or make fun. We didn't degrade. We didn't look down upon. 
our true value, our true inner worth and value. Yachas Gizom, our Yichas, of who we come from, the Olves, the Imahos, the Taharis Machzavtam, and the pureness of our source of where we come from. And because of that, despite everything, even though we descended pretty low, but we didn't lose our balance and fall completely. And the indicators of that is we didn't change our names. We didn't change our language. And we didn't descend all the way down. Adli Yeridas a place of immorality. That was one of the definitions of decadence. We didn't fall there. There was one Maisa that happened in Mitzrayim with a woman who pierced him And the Torah doesn't hide it. We were careful with how we spoke. And we preserved with us, we kept with us in Mitzrayim, we kept Megillus, Mereshus Ovis that we received from our ancestors, and we held on to. Like it says in the Medrash, that after our miserable week of slavery on Shabbos, because Moshe was able to be part of the Shabbos off, that on Shabbos the Jews would sit around and they had these Megillus of stories from the office, and the Imos, and the Shvatim. And they were Mishtashim on Shabbos. They would delight. This was their Oynik Shabbos. They read about who we really are and where we come from. Because that's Tahar. Who we really are and where we come from. And they would read these Megillus on Shabbos. What was it like in the concentration camp when, when Jews came home? Home. And they came back to their, to their bunks after a, a horrible day of, of slave, slavery, mamish slavery, of beatings and of death and of starvation to come back. What was it like? What was it like? So my father said that, the, that usually they would just fall onto the plank and they would just fall asleep. And he said sometimes the one guy would start to talk about it. They were, they were there lying there. And one guy would start to talk about that his mother's kugel was the best kugel. And then the other guy from across the room said, nah, you never tasted my mother's kugel. And the guys would like talk about it. Well, my father said that at some point it would come up that this guy would mention something from the Mishnah. This guy would mention something from the Gemara. Some other guy would yell at him, don't start with any Mishnahis here. Don't bother us with talk. We're just up to the challenge. Don't start with the Mishnahis. But my father said, before you knew it, you had Mishnahis flying all over the place. Remember where you come from. Even in such a place, Yosef Ha'ev Mitzrayim. You're Jews. You come from a different place. Even though the Germans did everything they could to make you feel like you. Like you're just a pile of bones. That's what they tried to make you feel like. But 
in that they, they, they were looking for reminders of who they really were and the mishtash and b'shabas in the concentration camp they didn't have off on shabas they, they couldn't be mishtash day on shabas but so I'm they had they had off the Meishman was able to negotiate and to get them one day off Shabbos. Because the guy realized that your slaves are not going to be able to, they're not going to work unless they get a day off. Everybody knows that. Give them a day off, they'll work better. So Meishman was able to be piled to get Shabbos. And with whatever little they could, and whatever, however they knew how to do it, they were Makadish and they made the Shabbos. They made that event of remembering where they came from, remembering the Tahara of, of, of what life was. They made that into Shabbos. It was a day that was dedicated to guarding, to holding on to, to remembering. That ruach apnimis, that inner ruach of a Jew. Laval yoyluch oisah aguv shoyluch lamalasol shav umaduchem, and to stop this, to to prevent the soul from being led off to dark and terrible, disgusting places. To actually believe that you're a slave, to think of yourself as a slave, to think of yourself as something that's worthless. B'zash shehevi lahem. They're crying, they're screaming, went up to Hashem. They knew that the worst thing that had happened to them is that over the years of being in the filth of Mitzrayim, they had lost all feeling for holiness. They lost all sensitivity to holiness. But they had that Shabbos. And they were still crying out to Hashem, meaning they still felt that was the they felt that the worst thing, the worst thing is that we don't feel anymore. That Tahara, that Kedusha. And they felt disgusting. That they had become buried in Shiflus Achaimah. And the moment that they heard the password, that the time had come of Pokad Yivkadil Kemes Hamiza, that Hashem remembers you, the time has come to leave. And it came out from the mouth of Moshe Rabbeinu. Nismalu Ba'oiz, they were filled with strength and with courage. They were dancing and they were bowing down in thanks. And immediately they handed over control to the Ruach, to the, to the Nefesh. Enough with the Guf. They handed over the control to the Ruach. And that was the beginning of Gula. And they were able to have a Gula Saguf and Gula Nefesh. Okay, Michelle will continue next week.